It's episode two of Telly.Click, the podcast where Mike Ward, the Daily Star's TV critic, and me, Simon Hoban, from BBC Radio, look ahead to the week's telly, pick out the best bits, the worst bits, and all in between, Mike. That's very much, pretty much, exactly very much it. <laughs> and we start with Monday, November the 20th. Elizabeth and Philip, Love and Duty, November the 20th. This is the 70th anniversary, 70th wedding anniversary of the Queen and Prince Philip. 70 years, a lot of things happened 70, because 1947 was also the year uh, Alan Sugar was born. Right. Not that that's relevant, but it just happened to come up a couple of weeks ago in The Apprentice, so I just thought I'd mention it. Who's done more for British life, the Queen and Prince Phil, or yeah. Alan Sugar? Well, it depends whether you're talking about computers. Mm. We're not. <laughs> no. In which case, it's definitely the Queen and Prince Philip. Yeah, because the latest <laughs> X3 4 model was yeah. excellent, wasn't it? Yes, they've they've never made a Duff computer. What's interesting about this 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 um, documentary is that there is an awful lot of stuff about you know how he's supported her through thick and thin, which he has, and you know how their relationship changed when she became queen. Uh, you know, within five years of them getting married, mm. a lot sooner than obviously she'd expected. Uh, and from that day onwards, he was her subject, and therefore you know things were a little yes. different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't mean sort of, you know, he, she ordered him around the house or whatever, but, you know, she was the queen and he had to bow before her when she was yeah, right. crowned and all that kind of stuff. And then, obviously, it talks about the, the, the Annus Aurebilis. Can you remember mm. which year the Annus Aurebilis was? Yeah, oh, uh, was it 1991? Oh, so close. Oh. 92? Oh, 92. Yeah. Sorry, I had to take your first answer. Oh, well, there you it's, go. It, it's, it's been a great experience. It's been great. It's been, it's been a lovely day, Yeah, Les. Yeah, a lovely time. Chris and... Um, what am I talking about? I have no idea. Yeah, so 1992. Uh, but what it doesn't mention, it mentions sort of 1997, which was their um, uh, 50th, but makes no mention of uh, the death of Princess Diana. Wow, right. It talks about the divorces. It talks about the marriages. It shows the royal marriages. talks about the divorces. <laughs> Maybe it's kind of been talked about enough. But it's a very strange thing. If you're doing kind of biographical... Oh, the thing, my, t- my, my watch is making noise. Uh, if you're doing kind of a, like a sort of chronological story of their marriage and all the pitfalls and, and, and the good times as well, to not even mention it... Yeah, I thought they were going to say 1997 was you know, a wonderful year, 50th anniversary, but obviously you know, things took a tragic yeah, t- w- turn, even in a sentence. But no, it's not mentioned right, at all. Okay. So you could watch that and not know that it ever happened, right, which yeah, is quite right. strange. Anyway, in the room. Yeah. It's a small point. Also tonight, would I lie to you? Do you like that? I do like it. But it's back. It's, oh, I think the, the problem with it is that it's, it's always a bit of an anticlimax when they do the reveal about whether they lie or, or tell yeah. the truth or not. So the bits, you know, the actual working around it and the laughs are all yes. in the preamble, aren't they? And it's always such a little bit of a oh, moment yeah. when you the, find the out. Straightforward truth and fact is a lot duller than the amusing speculation. Yeah, really exactly. what you say. That's it's very bit, well put. Yeah, it's a bit like that. When they do features in, in, in newspapers and magazines, whatever happened to? And it's an interesting question. I wonder whatever happened to? And mm. you Ooh, yeah, yeah, and then you get the answer, and it's nearly always well they're dead, or yeah. or they've done something in the theatre that you haven't seen them for years, or both. That was like, like early clickbait, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I found when you click on the uh, you won't believe what, what Charlene from Neighbours looks like now, yeah. you never get that picture. Do you not? What, no. what do you get? You just get other stuff. It's just clickbait. It's just rubbish. Just oh. <laughs> You feel um, a mug. Yeah. Um, I, I, sometimes I feel annoyed when you see those things, especially when you go to a site that you trust. Yeah. That you think is going to give you something, you know, reputable news-wise or information or, or, or whatever. Yeah. And it's still got that stuff on it because presumably that's a way of making I don't know. Exactly. Why are we talking about that? I don't know how we got to that. Would I Lie to Use Back? It's got David Baddiel on it um, and Ed Bulls. 
and mm. Joe Brand and um, a former Pussycat doll who also won Celebrity MasterChef in 2015. Do you know her, what that person's Not name a clue. is? Kimberly Wyatt. Kimberly. Oh, I know Kimberly, yeah. There you go. You know Kimberly. The more than one. So you did know. No, yeah, you're thinking of Kimberly. Um, Kimberly White's American. Oh, right. You're thinking of Kimberly from um, Girls Aloud. That's right. I am. Kimberly Thingamy. Regularly. <laughs> <laughs> that came out all wrong. There yeah. you go. Tuesday, November the 21st, Mike. Black Friday. It Why is. are you thinking? Why am I mentioning Black Friday when it's Tuesday? Because ahead of Black Friday, I think, actually, to be honest, I think Black Friday's almost started already, hasn't it? I think a lot of oh, people yeah. just anticipate. It's, it's a bit like Christmas. Um, January sales have now become it's Black, Black November. Friday, yeah. and then it's Black. You know, it's like they're going to just start Black Friday in in August. Soon. Yes. If every day will be Black Friday, then they're going to have to have something else instead. The reason I'm mentioning it is because the Martin Lewis Money Show live good is on ITV tonight at eight o'clock. He's very energetic, isn't he? Energetic. Yeah. Do you mean you find him quite annoying? Um, no, because I think he, you know, he's a good guru. He's, he's a, a bit, good he's... guru. He does go on about changing a gas supplier. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. If he's going to keep doing alone. that, yeah, I can't be bothered. I, I know also think I should. the amounts that you can save on that, I could yeah. easily make up somewhere else with simple lifestyle choices. Yes. So yeah, you'll save a hundred pound a year on yeah. such, which I know is does, no small amount. It isn't. Not uh, to be sniffed. It. It's not. But, but at the same time, I, can't yeah, I know I could easily stop having expensive coffees or not yeah. not make a purchase or two. I mean, two nights out, you've got that covered, haven't you? How much do you? Well, easily, yeah. How much do um, uh, do you typically save on these things? Because uh, you know, whenever he starts banging on about, about it, I kind of shut down. It's like listening to the shipping forecast or something, or other. My, my <laughs> brain doesn't take it in anymore. Yeah, is it normally? Typically, does he say I could save you a hundred quid a year I think if it's you do something? Maybe one hundred and fifty to two hundred. One hundred and fifty. Okay, yeah. so that would come what? in handy. It would come. Is that fifty p a day? No, that's yeah. It's about fifty p a day, isn't it? Y- yeah. Tell you what, I bet Siri knows. Siri knows the answer. Yeah. So I'll go see Mike does have some real friends. What's... Uh, hang on. I always tell you to hang on now. Uh, no, no. Hang on. I'm just pressing my watch, by the way. What is 150 divided by 365? It is 0.4... So it's 41 pence. 41p a day. OK, 41 pence a day, which is... Uh, how many... Yeah, Stop how many? making me do maths. OK, do you not like maths? i got to see at maths. So did I. <laughs> um, 41... Pence a day. So, okay, you could say for it's, it's not to be sniffed at, but it's not, you know, it's not life changing, is not, it? It's not. And it's an awful lot of hassle. And then you just know that 10 minutes later they're going to change their figures and yeah. and you don't know whether you've done the right thing. But they're not allowed to come to your front door anymore, is that right? No, you can't. The door to door for energy's barred, I think, now. Yeah. But I got, uh, funny enough, this very morning, because I'm with the same company for gas and electricity, is that right for most people? Is that what most people do? Uh, yeah, the dual fuel. Well, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say I'm with British Gas. I got my latest update on my, because I do it by monthly direct debit. Mm. And one of them says, oh, we're reducing your fee, blah, 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 your monthly payments by. And I think, oh, wow, I'm saving 20 quid a month. Brilliant. And then yeah. I open the next email which is the uh, the electricity one, and we're increasing your monthly payments by... <laughs> so Taketh with one hand. Exactly. Give exactly. us another we, wrong To phrase. me, kind of sums up the whole thing. You think, well, once you could go to an awful lot of saving, but the chances are you'll lose out somewhere else at the same time. True. But I do think, you know, the, it is good to be, and Martin Lewis encourages this, an active kind of consumer in the world. Oh, it is, you, yeah. you, you know, you will get dumped on from a great height, I think, if you don't sort of take a, a mild interest, a minor interest in what's going on with your money. I think yeah, yeah, I do, I do sort of like i actually get his email you know you, get, you can yeah, subscribe to yeah. it and i get that in, in my inbox and i look down and it's normally you know you can get a yeah. uh, an m&s voucher if you do something or here's a, here's a way of 
you know, mm. not spending more on your credit mm. cards than you need to. Or, or listen to you and yours on BBC Radio 4. It's another That's good option, That's really, it? really good, yeah. actually. What time's that it's on? It's 12.15 till 1 o'clock. Monday to Friday. Mm. Should do that. that. That's a very good idea. So he's on with uh, Angelica Ball, who's the winner of Celebrity MasterChef, which is completely irrelevant to this. Um, although what's interesting is that means that two nights running, we've got a Celebrity MasterChef winner on TV doing nothing to do with cooking. It's not that interesting. It's not that interesting at all. Um, so she's with him as well. She's the new co-presenter. Also, before that, oh, I'll tell you what, this really annoys me. Save Money, Good Food. It's a terrible title as, as much as anything else. Susanna Reid and Matt Tebbett, new series of the show oh, where yeah. they g- descend on various families who are spending too much on their food and show them how to stop spending so much on their food. Yeah. So they go to family, the, the Ockerden family in Kent, no disrespect. Mum Sarah is struggling to satisfy her fussy eaters. There's, there's a fa- they're a family of six. So I'm thinking... Well, just don't pander to their their no. obsession. You know, don't give them don't give them a choice. Don't give them choice because they'll want choice. Yeah, you, know, you set a precedent. You 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 create a uh, a thingy. For I think your this own is one thing. of the biggest parenting mistakes you've seen creep in. Yeah. It's just giving children the chance to say, "Well, I'd rather have this than that." Yeah, with any, not just food, a whole load of things, isn't it? Yeah, and, and then you, you get into, you know, a bit of a tizzy because you think, oh, well, so-and-so won't eat such-and-such, such, yeah. so they'll eat such-and-such and such-and-such. And such. See, I, I'm, I'm old-fashioned on this, I have to say. I'm yeah, old-fashioned yeah. on this. I was raised on a eat, eat what you're given, Gruel. go hungry. Gruel. Yeah, I was raised, to be honest, gruel never did, did me any harm. No. Except when I asked for some more. <laughs> so basically, there's, there's this show is turning up to... T- to tell people who spend too much on their food how to spend less on your food. Now, I think, you know, and I know different families have different circumstances and all sorts of things, so I'm not being hopefully arrogant and about this, but I think it's pretty obvious what the answer is more yeah. often than not. Is yeah, it? it is. Just use a bit of common sense. Don't buy big sort of brand-name versions of stuff when there's a perfectly decent alternative. Mm-hmm. Don't buy ready-prepared food that... For want of five minutes of, with a chopping board, you can prepare for yourself at a fraction of the price. Exactly, yeah. And you know, don't pander to self. You know, if they're a vegetarian or vegan or whatever, fine. That's an argument you have to have. But if they're just being, oh, I don't like, I don't like spaghetti hoops unless they're a hundred percent, three hundred and sixty degree circular thing. Don't pander to that. No. Or I'll have alphabetic spaghetti, but you have to take all the T's out. <laughs> yeah. Hell of a rider. So that's uh, brilliant. Um, and also uh, the, the, the A word, more of the A word, which I just love, the uh, BBC One drama uh, about the uh, the family with the autistic boy yeah. and the, the, the parents. Mm, looks like the marriage is uh, going going through a sort of sticky phase. Well, I, I just hope it's nothing to do with the child no, demanding foods it's, of certain sort. <laughs> it's not. No, it's because he's gone to a different school and one of them's staying over in Manchester because it's where the school is and the other one's staying at home in, yeah. in the late, their late district home. So separated by the Mars due to forceful circumstances and uh, uh, the husband is sort of developing an interest uh, in another woman. So that's the A word, 9 o'clock, BBC One. Wednesday, November the 22nd, uh, Peaky Blinders is um, still going brilliantly. Now, um, I watched a bit of this on your recommendation. Did you? OK, go on. It's I'll, good, isn't it? Yeah. It is good. good. And why it's is it taking... Racy. Very racy and was quite. That, you know, drug, did you watch was, all the way to the end? There was drug taking in it and all sorts. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't watch all the way to the end. But with me, it tends to. You know, it's a it's a growing process. I've watched a bit. That's good. I didn't hate it. I didn't turn over. Yeah. Next time, I might do a full episode. Yeah. Well, uh, it, I won't tell you what happens at the end of the first episode, but it is quite gory. I mean, right. it's it's sort of. 
But there's a brilliant, brilliant line. It's, it's such a good line, delivered so coolly but, um, by Tommy, the, the kingpin of yeah. the gang. He's living in this sort of stately home because he's wangled this sort of uh, privileged lifestyle through his corrupt and sinister dealings, etc. He goes down to the kitchen to meet his new chef. You know, they haven't met him because there's such a huge house that this mm. guy's just preparing the Christmas dinner. And he's got a load of geese and he's chopping and, and sort of cutting them up. And it's all very bloody and gory mm-hmm. and, and, and messy that he's preparing these birds and plucking them and all sorts. And Tommy holds out his hand and the chef says, I'm sorry, I have blood on my hands. And Tommy just says, so have I. Oh, that's good. It's a lovely line. I've told it really, really badly, as I ever always do with anecdotes. But uh, it's brilliant. And I thought it just it's just so cool. Mm. It's just so cool and, and not overplayed. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I, I can't believe that I've um, taken this long to really get into it. I think I sort of dipped in to the early series here and there, decided that, oh, I don't like that kind of stuff, do I? Yeah. Uh, in my slightly perspective. And uh, missed out on something. Now the thing is, if you like a series but you only get into it after after like three or four series, is there any point in going back to watch the previous ones, or is that going to be like I don't know what is it is eighteen hours or something of TV that I could be devoting to watching something new? That um... yeah, I'd probably say that the newest version of it is going to be the best version of it. Yes, so I wouldn't bother. W- apart from things that go downhill but still carry on. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah, Benidorm. We'll come to that later. <laughs> Actually, Benidorm's not really gone downhill. It's always been <laughs> yeah. on the hill. Um, what else is on Wednesday, November the 22nd, you ask? And I reply, The Apprentice, because oh, I always say that on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. because it's always worth talking about, particularly this week, because it's doggy daycare. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. set a challenge. Uh, this is big, big business now, big trend. Big business. It's, it's, he, he comes out with a figure, Lord, Lord Sugar. He turns up at the house for this one, sets them the task, and then tells them, I hate it when they do that, because actually, to me... The message that says is there are an awful lot of suckers out there. Go and get their money. Being a dog owner, you know. But it's the same with all business, isn't it? Business is all about making money, making profit. I understand that's how the world goes around. But when you actually have strip it down to the basics, which is what you see every week in The Apprentice, you know. Look, here's the markup you can make. Here's why. Here's yeah. how you can yeah. persuade people to buy something they don't really want. In that way, it's quite honest of the programme. It does it's, say to you, look, this is how business works. Generally. It is. It's very nakedly honest, yeah. and it's you know, it, it could it could turn you into a completely different into a sort of tub thumping you know right on anti-capitalist does he turn up, does he turn up at the start you know when he's announcing the task to the team does he have two massive dobermans on <laughs> on leads struggling to get out their contestants that would be brilliant wouldn't it nah they should do that they, come he, here tyson <laughs> <laughs> no tyson yeah, get off my phone and he, he's, he's, he's basically saying i want you to go and run a doggy spa yeah or or canine agility classes There's all sorts of tasks relating to dogs that they can make money out of, including taking professional photos of dogs, which are anything but professional, running these canine agility classes, doggy dancing classes, obstacle courses, a pet spa. And they've got people who bring their dogs along. And this is where this whole thing breaks down for me, credibility-wise. Where do they find anyone who's willing to hand over money to these people who clearly have no qualifications Mm. or experience or know-how? In these things, because the whole point of this is that when you hand over money for somebody to look after your dog, you want to have the faith and belief and confidence that they are experienced and capable. I know, of and, you, and you would do some research and you'd find yeah. that the company didn't exist. You know, you would find that yes. Ventura or Zenith or whatever they're called, yeah. <laughs> these team names, don't exist. <laughs> it is stupid stuff of like that, isn't it? It's, what is it? Graphene, I think. Graphene, is it? Gosh, yes. Yeah. Some molecule. Nice it's, one. Yeah. 
But um, is that right? Is that really? I don't know. I think gra- I know graphite is a, is a kind of yeah, molecule. No, that's a pencil thing, isn't it? It's, it's a, not. It's a molecule. Not pencil. <laughs> it's uh, a molecule. Look team, it up. It's in team, the periodic table. I think. Okay. Um, yeah. So you think? What? No. Come on. Just, you're basically sending out the signal. Any old incompetent or inexperienced, should I say, not necessarily incompetent, any old inexperienced person can set themselves up running these classes, training yeah. dogs and whatever. And I think that's kind of well, you know, it, bizarre it, and insulting. It is. And I also think it's one of those tasks where you think, well, really, they can't be expected to do well in this. No. It's, it's a, you, know, you know, when the Wembley task came up, I thought, is he going to send up and go, I want you to win the World Cup for England? <laughs> it's not been done since 66. Yeah. It's like, he does sometimes set them impossible tasks, I think. Yeah. And this Actually, could the, be one. In last week's episode, the, the one about the car, where they had to do the car ad, one contestant, one candidate, complained about the other, oh, he's a bit of a jack-of-all-trades. Right. And I'm thinking... The entire show is built on the premise that they're jacks of all trades because mm. every single week they do something entirely different. Yeah. From making burgers to sort of running fashion shoots to t- making TV adverts yeah, to yeah, yeah. operating hospitality things. You think it's the ultimate jack of all tra- trades, not master of none challenge. It is. So you can hardly criticise somebody for being precisely that. I'm ranting no. a bit now, aren't I? No. I mean, what you're saying is one of the contestants said something stupid. Well, indeed, yes. But there is a bit. Uh, there is a bit in this week where they pick up poo. That they actually set themselves up as a, a, a dog poo. Pick oh right. Up, okay. Pick up poop scoop uh, business. Mm. Which, in, in a way, is sort of... I think that works. I'm happy for them to do that. I did a story about this once, and I have to say, if you can imagine dogs smiling, then they were this day. We, we went out to a big field, and they were running wild. Yeah. I've never seen so many dogs in a single field. Yeah. And if dogs could smile, I'm sure yeah. they were smiling. They looked so happy. It was great. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, think they often, I think they can. Some dogs do actually sort of smile. I know when they sort of pant, they look like smiling, but some dogs actually pull when they, when they, when they see you and they're happy to see you. Yeah. Their, their face, the, the skin around their, their mouth, they sort of pull it back. It's as if they're trying to mimic a, smile. a human smile. Yeah, yeah. There okay. you go. Mary Berry's Country House Secrets. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Actually, no, that's not true. That's the other thing I don't really want to talk about, but it's on. Uh, it's a new series, and it's one of those things that, I'll be honest with you, I haven't even bothered to look at the preview of it. Okay. Isn't, that, isn't that bad of me? And the reason I have bothered should, they'll to... They'll remain a secret. I, it's one of those programs I can sort of see in my head yeah. without actually bothering to watch it. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, it's it's each week, what she's doing, each week she's going to a, a, a country house, a posh country house. It's, it's um, what is it this week? High Clear Castle. It's the place where they felt, filmed um, Downton Abbey. Oh, okay. yeah. And she's f- discovering... They're sort of from a culinary perspective. So she goes into the estate's kitchen, she goes into the gardens where they sort of grow stuff, uh, the dining rooms, etc. So it's all from the food point of view, and she cooks some of her own recipes. And she's a lovely person, and it's a lovely setting, and it's lovely. And I'm thinking, oh, I've seen it. You know, I could, mm. in my head, I've watched this programme <laughs> yeah. without having watched it. Do you know what I mean? There are programmes where you just have to read half a dozen words about to describe it and that's pretty much it it's there you've seen it somewhere or other in some form or other and what time is she on if we do want to watch it uh if you do want to watch it it's on at eight o'clock on bbc one if you don't want to watch it it's on at three o'clock in the morning on channel five thursday november the 23rd what's on mike ward I'm really enjoying, I have to say, I'm really enjoying Love, Lies and Records, episode two of which is uh, on tonight, because uh, this is the one set in a uh, register office in Leeds with Ashley Jensen playing a character who's just been promoted, and Rebecca Front playing a brilliantly, brilliantly obnoxious colleague of hers has been overlooked for this post, this promotion, and is now setting out to make uh, Ashley Jensen's ca- character's life an utter misery. And she has the dirt on her because she has, mm. a, on a USB stick... Mm. She has um, CCTV footage 
of uh, this woman uh, getting frisky in the strong room at, at the Christmas party with what, a colleague. What's a strong room? A strong well, so, you know, uh, I had to. I actually wrote cupboard when I first described it. Then I wound my my preview copy back, and she called it a strong room. Mm. I think it's a secure room where they keep all the records and stuff, and the, and, okay. and, and and like the um, bits and pieces that uh, it's, it's 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 a room that's strong. I think yeah. I think there's a clue in the name. Yeah, yeah. It's not a weak room in any it's sense. Def- definitely not. No. It's not a feeble wuss <laughs> of a room. It's a proper strong room. Yeah, got her room. Yeah, and she was getting strong in that room with with the other guy. Okay. So um, she's saying she's basically saying, "Look, um, I've got I'm going to ruin your life and or job for you by um, letting our bosses know what you've got up to because I've got this footage." Oh Blackmail. Blackmail. By any other name. By, well, by, by that name, in name. fact. So I like that. It's good. Also tonight, and the genuinely serious one, it's really, really good. Uh, it's a new series called Blitz, The Bombs That Changed Britain. Whenever you talk about you know, the Second World War and the Blitz, etc., it's very statistical. It's mm. very, you know... Um, it's you know it lasted from September 1940 to May 1941 and you know these are how many drums were dropped and how many people lost their lives and the danger I think as time passes is it all becomes about numbers rather than people and it's it's hard to kind of yep. almost visualise the horror so what this series really cleverly does is that each week it focuses literally on one bomb that lands on one city in one street in one city and then tells the story of what follows. So in the first one, for example, which is a bomb uh, uh, that drops on the street in East London, it, it, the bomb didn't actually explode. But what happened was the authorities evacuated all the neighbouring streets to a nearby school. Right. But the fear was, as as proved hor- horribly uh, accurate, that they were making themselves a sitting target for when the bombers came back. Oh and so it's, it's, it's amazing... Um, fascinating and sort of sobering stuff, but it actually is well worth a look. So that's yeah, the, it's a four part. The first one's uh, London. Then there's I, think, I can't remember the order, but I think it's Hull. The second one, um, Bristol and Clydebank. So it covers. It reminds us that the Blitz wasn't just about what fell on London over that time. So it's very good. Um, well worth a look. Blitz: The Bombs That Changed Britain. That's BBC Two at nine o'clock. Jamie and Jimmy's Friday Night Feast. It's back for a new series. Hooray! Hooray! Jamie and Jimmy. Jamie and Jimmy. Jimmy and Jamie. JJ. JJ. Jamie and Jimmy. How often do you watch this uh, series? I've never seen it. No. Actually, no, they did do a barbecue one, didn't they? They did an outdoor one once. They do quite a lot of that. It's basically set on the end of South End Pier in Essex. Right. Pucker. Uh, Pucker. Malarkey. He doesn't Mm. say malarkey anymore. No. No. Actually, the person who's taken over from him... You know, when was, Jamie was really, really annoying in those early days where everything yeah. was pucker malarkey. Tom Carriage. Bless oh, yeah, him. yeah. He's all... Oh, these bad, bad boys. boys. Bad boys. Anybody who says bad boys deserves, a, you, know, um, you know, with due respect, a bit of a slap. Indeed. Uh, yeah, Jamie and his pal Jimmy open this pier. Open, <laughs> he didn't open the pier. Somebody else did the pier. <laughs> open this p- cafe at the end of Southampton. Southampton's really, really long, but there doesn't seem to be much on it. Each week you turn up and it's a bit like a sort of... I don't know, it's a bit like a TFI Friday crowd. Mm. You know, it's sort of young, hip people uh, cheering as a celebrity walks through the door, Simon Pegg <laughs> yeah. in the first one, and some other people. And, and Joanna Lumley, I think, is going to be a week too. Um, and then Jamie does, oh, look at this pucker malarkey bad boy that I'm cooking. Isn't it great? And then the celeb rolls their sleeves up and sort of makes a vague token effort to sort of muck in, but doesn't really, and tells some anecdotes. Mm. Uh, Whilst like, he's cooking, James like, Martin style. Yeah, James Martin, Martin does it much better. Then you get this this sort of bit where Jimmy 
Do- is it Doherty or Doherty? I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy D, as Jimmy, I yeah. call him for convenience Dose. to say, does his DIY bit. What I love about this bit, each week he does some sort of ridiculously, intentionally ridiculous build to do with cooking. So, for instance, he's creating a barbecue in this uh, in this episode for um, a wheelchair rugby team because basically if they can't use a proper barbecue uh, because when you wheel your chair close to it, it you, it's dangerously hot and if okay. you haven't got any feeling in your legs, you could be suffering severe burns. Blah, blah. Okay. So what he does is he gets an old picnic table uh, you know, there's one benchy thing with long benches either side. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets a, uh, an angle grinder and then he gets some sheet aluminium. But he talks you through it as if you were actually going to write down the instructions and do it. And the guy's sitting there saying, well, this looks quite easy. Yeah, so uh, where do I get that from? Well, you can get this online. And then you get some ceramic insulation fibre. You can get this from your local... <laughs> is anybody... Is there a single person... This is the fifth series. Is there a single person who's watched that? On a Friday night, and on Saturday morning, gone down to their local DIY store and bought all the gear and made one of these things. You know, it's like cooking in a wheelbarrow. Or well, you could or, say that about the recipes. Really, no one does them. We just watch them, don't we? I, I do think that's true, actually. Although I would say that sometimes, if you look at a recipe, you would think, "Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind cooking that." But I think with most cookbooks, we've got loads of cookbooks at home. I reckon we take at most about two recipes ever from any cookbook, yeah, and the rest yeah. is just sitting there. Um, Delia says cookbooks are a thing of the past. By she the does. Way. I saw that. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Everything's online. Mm-hmm. Although it could be that she hasn't released any, and she's very big on plugging Delia online. True. And also, I find though that a book's better in the kitchen if you're kind of using yes. it as a reference because the Especially- iPad can fall in the soup really easily. I found. Uh, yeah, soupy pad. Yeah. And that's not. Yeah. That'd now I, I, I still like a book. I think you know. I think also you can flick through a book in a, in a nice casual way. You can sit up in bed and decide what you're going to cook. Uh, also, uh, episode two of Gregory Porter's Popular Voices, BBC Four, ten o'clock, celebrating some of the greatest singers of our time, uh, crooners. Do you like a crooner? No, I hate crooners. Do you oh, know? God, can you really do a croon? The worst make... sort of. Oh, you just sort of go Mac the knife, don't you? That was terrible. Yeah. But you know, um, that's more like summertime. I hate all that sort of big band stuff. Do you? Because I think it's ten a penny. Ooh. And none of the singers are ever any good, and their vocal ranges are very limited if you listen carefully. They never have, they never have, none of these songs in the, in the kind of big band, in fact, this is a genre I think is probably the most overrated after punk, is big band. Robbie Williams did it, didn't he? For, he it, did. Proving, swing, swing, swing when you're winning, proving that anyone can do it with a half these. If you can hold a tune in a bucket, you can do I it. I think you can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that overdone vibrato. Actually, vocal rate, well. so, so. Do you, want me to, do you want me to go further? Yeah, no, do, do. Frank Sinatra, not a good singer. Is it, everybody always says, oh, yeah, well, amazing phrasing. No. What does that mean? No. Does that mean he just speaks his words well? Uh, oh, they're just trying to say that he kind of <laughs> tails one, you know, line into another. It's, it's controversial like, stuff, you it's, know. It's, I think this could... This, it's this could, yeah. it, 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 They're just bog, they're bog average singers. I mean, you can like the music. Nothing against the music if it's your thing. Generally, big band, swing, that whole genre, as actual vocal performers... They're not that great. That sort of nightclub-y, dinner yeah. jacket-y. Oh, it's, thing. yeah. Go on, who else? No, it just, that just, that just got, got me going there because it was linked to Gregory Porter's popular voices, Crooners okay. & Co. I think, um, I think they might cancel this one then. Yeah. Good. I think we've done that. That's I, I think we've had, a, had, you know, I think we've offended. My mm. mother-in-law will never speak to you again, not that you've ever met her or spoken to her. <laughs> she loves a bit of the whole Rat Packy yeah. thing. They're doing a tour, actually, and oh. they're doing something a theatre near me, and they said, do you want to come? I said, no, Could just go down the pub. There'll be a singer. He'll be as good as them. Why <laughs> do this little Vic Reeves pub singer yeah. thing? You might as well. 
Saturday, weekend, November the 25th, Mike. Pasadoblathon. Always. Yes. Have you have you ever visited the Pasadoblathon? <laughs> yeah, great place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The postcards are really expensive, mm. but you can get some lovely souvenirs. It's a mass dance <laughs> on Strictly Come Dancing tonight, 6.45pm, BBC One, where all the contestants, having done their original yeah. uh, initial dance with their... Yeah, professional partner, normal program. Yeah. Come back on the floor together and do a, all do a pasodoble. Oh, I don't know nice. what a pasodoble is. I, if, I've watched Strictly since it began. Mm. I still, the only dance that I could tell you what it is is the Argentinian tango because they do that flicky up with the back. Oh, of the and the Charleston. Thing. You must be able to. Spot oh, the Charleston. Charleston. Yeah, 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 no Charleston. Yeah, that's that, so that's really two. But what's it? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what a rumba or a cha 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 or uh, a samba. No, or, true. Or uh, the tango is the kind of really straight one, isn't it? Where you hold your oh, arms. Yeah, 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 no tango. Yeah, you I can, can do a tango. Yeah. But but not an. You can do a tango. tango. I can't do anything. <laughs> no, I can't do anything. But I don't know what pasodoble is, and yeah. it's um, yeah. So wherever I watch it, it's like I sort of understand about. 63.7% of the language. It's a bit like going abroad and you speak a bit of the language, but there are always bits you're never going to understand. And when they start getting very technical about that stuff, or yeah. I'm just, oh, nothing like, no. moves me more than a pasodoble. I'm thinking, I still don't know what that is. I think the first people to sing about the pasodoble was, uh, it was the musical youth, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, they might dance to that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be good? But it wouldn't be original. It would be Dave Arch and his... Do you like Dave Arch and his orchestra? Oh, Dave Arch is excellent, isn't he? Yeah, and the singers. Excellent. I do feel sorry for... Because actually the singers that he has, mm. they have to kind of perform a bit like those cover versions albums that used to come out in the 70s and yeah, 80s. Yeah, Telstar and all that. Yeah, they used to have to, they have to sing a sort of their version of stuff yeah. to sound a bit like the original, And they do it not. really well. Yeah. And they d- generally do it mm. very well. But, you know, you, never, you rarely see their faces. Occasionally you sort of see them... Sort of stood at the back there doing doing it, but they're, they're, they must be happy with that. And also, they're, they're like referees, and that you only notice them when they get stuff wrong. Yes. Uh, let's talk about I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah. Back. Because we're recording this uh, before it started. Yeah. So what we do know, uh, and you may be downloading this before you start. I hope you have, because you're waiting an awful long time. Uh, otherwise, no, you're not. You're waiting 48 hours. When does it start? I've forgotten. Oh, it's, it's Sunday. So, in fact, I'm recording this 48 hours. So the chances are it started. So you've downloaded this, thinking, "Wow, this is really topical and up to the minute." And in fact, all we know who's in it is who's in it. Mm. Yeah, which is those people that we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. like um, actually, I've got Dennis Wise. Dennis Wise. Yeah. That's weird. From the uh, crazy gang of Wimbledon, right? The crazy gang of Wimbledon, yeah. Or him and, and uh, Vinnie Jones and Andy Murray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rebecca Vardy, she's on it. Um, Who's she, then? Jamie Vardy's Jamie's wife? wife. Jamie Vardy's wife. Really? Yeah, seriously. Is she a uh, person? On it, yes. <laughs> Is she famous? On it. Well, well, do you have a problem with them having a wife? Well, no, but just that... <laughs> Why? Is, is it, it's a celebrity, isn't Boris it? Boris Johnson's dad's on it. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Boris Johnson's I think it should be relatives. It should just be celebrity relatives. <laughs> or, 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 or pets, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, so-and-so's... Harry Redknapp's dog or something <laughs> like that could be in it. Um, Nigel Havers' budgie. And there's somebody from the Saturdays. All reality shows now have to have somebody from the Saturdays in. It's Vanessa White right. in this one. And uh, my daughter's very pleased, pleased that Toff from Made in Chelsea is on it. Okay. What do you think of Toff from oh, Made in Chelsea? Oh, uh, well, he's... Uh, I knew you'd do this. I knew you'd fall for this one. He's a nice guy. You know, yeah. he's, he's got his faults. He's got yeah. his faults. And the way he treated Rashid was, I mean, was just... Good. But, you know, he what he can do, what he can yeah. do is he's, he's charming enough to ride that out. No one ever takes a great offence to Toff, do they? 
That's that's his great skill. No. You know, he can be utterly, utterly awful. Yeah. But can't really hate can him, can you? Can just stop me there? Yeah. It's a woman. That's a woman, right. Georgia Toff, Toffolo. Oh, right. Well, it could be Toffolo. Oh, I don't know. You, I don't watch you... Men in Chelsea. Um, yeah, so that's going to be good. I like I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. Um, I might not eventually. I might get bored with it, but at the moment I like it because it hasn't started yet. But I don't like it as much as what's on Sunday, mm-hmm. which, of course, is Blue Planet 2. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, isn't it marvellous? Isn't it? Isn't it fantastic? It's, it's everything about it. The the, the the pictures are crystal clear. The yeah. images are fascinating. The fish are, <laughs> are sort brightly coloured. Oh, fish that look like aliens mm. with faces that just look like not faces that like 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 you know the waste disposal if you've got a waste disposal and you've got that little black rubber thing in it there's fish that with faces that look like that yeah and they actually do similar jobs to waste disposals in the sense that they turn up and they eat another fish. And some fish you can see through and other fish are, are sort of like change they change color I don't know if this is actually leading to, towards sure. you saying something that, you know that is that is almost beyond the pale. It makes you a very very bad person. I don't know. Are you it about to be. do what I think you're about to do? Yeah. Carry I, on. Continue. I find it really really boring. You find Blue Planet Two really boring? Wow. I mean, this you know you, you're going to you're going to become public enemy number one. You're going to become a marked man, Mike Ward, by a shark. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? It's At, like, you, you, you're dissing Attenborough. My wife watched it as well, and she said, Do you know what? I think this is boring too. My word. It's brilliant. It's just, look, I don't it's, know what's come over you. What's happened? I don't know. It's just I know it's great. I know all the work that's gone into it. I know the pictures. The quality is fantastic. I know the research is impeccable. I know it's, it's exploring new territory. It's telling us stuff that we've not known about a significant part of our... Um, planet and things, and I know it's sort of going down deeper in the water than it's do ever you think done. That's the, problem? Like the iPhone is that, can do. Is that the problem? <laughs> that the <laughs> was it all filmed on the new iPhone? Probably. Yeah. Is that is Might it because well. underwater just doesn't kind of we can't connect to it, can we? We can't relate. I to can't it. connect to it um, at all. I don't like the water anymore. But that's not really the point. It's I I sort of end up thinking I could just buy myself an aquarium and put some yeah. fish in and just watch it when I feel like it because uh, it's an hour long and I have to say it came on after Strictly last week yeah and quite genuinely we're sitting it's the first time we'd sat I've written about this on the, in my column uh, online uh, but it's the first time we'd sat there and watched this program together for whatever reason I can't remember why um, and I thought oh god there's an hour of this before the thing that we want to watch which turned out to be dull as well before the thing that we want to watch comes on mm. and I don't have a preview copy that I can watch early so I'm going to sit through this and uh, and then I got distracted and went out and put the kettle on and I didn't rush back and then uh, I sat and, watched and I kept sort of making those enthusiastic noises that you feel you ought to make because yeah. you know it's good and yeah. you know to Very say well otherwise make, singles you out as a complete and utter philistine um, and then I just had to say can I be honest with you I just I'm finding this really boring <laughs> <laughs> and, and Julie, my wife, said that. She, I'm glad you said that. I thought it was just me. You know, you could go out of the room and come back ten minutes later and just think, oh, God, it's more coral. I know, I know. And I, I haven't been that amazed by anything they found. And I think... If, <gasps> Shame on you. Oh, no, that's my job. Sorry. I, I reckon if they'd had found something 
completely unique. We would have known about it. There would have been free publicity around yes. it. Like we found a new animal so here. They are you kind think. of treading water, literally. Yeah. So uh, you know they haven't found an underwater wildebeest or a... well, no, well, they haven't finished the series yet. Well, who knows? Because they're yeah, they're not going to hold it back, are they? Yeah, they go big on that. We know that one. there'd be some amazing discovery, and yeah. we'd all wait for it. But yeah. So what does this say about us, or certainly about me? Does this mean that I've I've become desensitised? Um, yeah, I think maybe we've been spoiled. I don't know. I, I sort of want to feel. Well, obviously, you don't necessarily want a story because you can't tell a story, you know. Unless it, you know, it's it's not Finding Nemo or whatever it is. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So it's it's not me saying, oh, well, nothing happens. I need a story to go on because you know it'd be ridiculous. But at the same time, I sort of feel as if it sort of plods along at a certain pace and doesn't really. Yeah change that's it that's it? it it's sort of just fine. it's so familiar that yeah. i'm almost bored of it now yeah in that sort of x factor seventh series kind of he, way maybe he's never <laughs> well maybe they'll change the rules mm. like they have done in x factor they'll bring maybe their chair the, system in maybe the yeah the, 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 the rather than just eating each other the fish will have some sort of six chair challenge sort of thing <laughs> yeah. going on you're through to the live or, final or they'll maybe just, they'll get to sing their own songs <laughs> um think you of know. a song with a fish pun in its title go on just to amuse me off the top of your head um cod only knows cod only knows yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, any others no um, place like home yeah uh, is that a song yeah i beat you i'm too near up fish from marillion you can have fish from marillion couldn't you well that's not a song title though is it escape oh uh, god no just practicing your scales yeah hey <laughs> three nil <laughs> going <laughs> on with the match ball yeah absolutely yeah hat trick in the first 30 seconds yeah. there you go and are we that's done? it we are done gosh that is episode 2 of telly.click you can subscribe for free at telly.click mm-hmm.